Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to be talking about the fastest man alive, Grant Gustin's The Flash TV series, all nine seasons. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. <laughs> In, yes. one In one hour. In one hour. No, we're going to be talking about The Flash movie that's been in development all nine years of the Flash TV series. Uh, but now it's finally out. Stars Ezra Miller. You got Michael Keaton back as Batman. We'll get into it. But we have a special guest today back from the past. Yeah. AJ's here. <laughs> it's Danny Ross. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a Back to the Future reference with that. It's uh, Eric Stoltz. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like in a different timeline. It's um, your your brother Eric is just the one with us. This that guest on pod, you I know, know right? oh. chasing grenades. Yeah, instead of uh, <laughs> coming soon, <laughs> coming soon. Oh man! Well, for those of you who do follow the podcast, this is not AJ's first rodeo. Um. In fact, he was on our podcast last season. His most recent appearance was uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And it seems like it's been forever. It's already been half a year. Goodness. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's been way too long. I know. But, uh, yeah, we try not to... We try to at least have you at least once per season. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, welcome back to the pod. And for those of you who don't know, AJ is our nephew. So he's <laughs> he is he, he is. Gonna... <laughs> this is a family pod. I'm not gonna say it like <clears throat> dumb, but yeah. yeah, he he. We're all invited to the family barbecue, right, AJ? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> the family karaoke. Hey, I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> but before we jump into the flash, we actually have our soup du jour. Hey, Jeremy. What's the soup du jour? You know, it's formally known as uh, the ritual. (laughs) But it's also the soup of the day. (laughs) But it's also the soup of the day. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I I, I lied. We're going to jump in straight into the Flash because my soup du jour is that the Flash, now that we're talking about it, maybe like a week and a half now that it's been out, the Flash has been bombing at the box office i wonder why i think there's some layers to that question but first of all are you guys surprised that it's bombing to answer the question no (laughs) (laughs) no but uh, yeah there's a lot of layers to it just like you said um just as shrek says um i mean I'll let AJ answer it. I'll kind of chime in. Let him jump in. Yeah, I'm very shocked. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, no, I kind of expected it. I mean, I hate to judge a book by its cover or by its trailer, really, but I really judged it by the trailer, which I shouldn't. But um, I'm not shocked that it's bombing at the movie theater. Interesting. Actually, for me, I never really, I haven't really been paying attention to too many trailers. I don't know if it's because we haven't been really been 
covering trailers, Jeremy, because we don't do our episodes on the newsreel any longer. And that's usually where we watched a lot of trailers. But I've, mm-hmm. for the most part, have stayed away other than, you know, if I'm watching one of our movies or just a movie in general, the trailers that I see leading up to a movie. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I alluded to the, the, the onion layers of why this thing bombed. Uh, you could start with Ezra Miller. You could start with, uh, <laughs> Basically, the failed DCEU, um, because obviously you get um, a lot of the familiar faces um, in this movie, and um, I don't know. I, I just feel like uh, there's just a lot. There was just a lot of negative press, and the fact that it's been delayed, just like Jeremy was talking about at the top of the pod. I mean, this thing has been in development or been talked about it for nine years now, right? Yeah, at least nine years, because if nine years was the Flash TV series premiere, it was around the time that they announced the Justice League movie. Right. I think I I read somewhere that it was uh, 2015, I think. So eight years now, Uh, because I think they were announcing, you know, all the, the solo movies that would lead up to the Justice League. Yeah, like Green Lantern, Cyborg. Right, exactly. <laughs> all, all these movies that happened, you know? <laughs> all Definitely of them. happened. They were all so good. <laughs> <laughs> they were mind-blowing. Yes. <laughs> uh, to answer my own question, though, am I surprised? Uh, a little bit, but the more I thought about it, I was like, not really I thought it was like, okay, is it the whole Ezra Miller situation? I feel like only like movie people that are really paying attention would know. But I think it's, you said it, Ken, like the lack of success for the DCU, DCEU, I, think, I guess at this point in time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it was all kind of downhill since since uh wonder woman 1984 <laughs> and then you know i actually black expected adam. <laughs> yeah black i actually expected black adam to do better than the flash because of all this situation i thought the rock would be a big pull but i guess not so i'm i was a little surprised but yeah it's like this franchise needs a needs a reboot i guess well i believe also uh, one of the reasons that it hurt it was the fact that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse was so well-received, critically acclaimed, very popular. Mm-hmm. That just came out two weeks before. Transformers Rise of the Beast came out the week before that. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they they just got oversaturated with a bunch of um, popcorn flicks that kind of kind of overlapped with one another in terms of really it's the it's the audience the same audience for all three movies yeah i agree and <laughs> the best one out of the bunch was first and people mm-hmm. are going to that word of mouth is going to spread and then they're like oh let's go watch in, uh, across the spider verse oh let's go watch transformers it's like oh th- those are probably uh, better than the Flash because the DC <laughs> movies aren't doing so well. So we'll, right. let's go watch them instead. Exactly. And plus, even though Elemental kind of bombed, also, but I mean, it was competing with Elemental. It's a Pixar movie, you know. So that's also going to take some of 
that demographic away because you get like the fa- you know, the the kids young families and stuff going to that movie as well so um they kind of got screwed with the release date i think <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of tired of going to the movies week after week after week after so week. there's got to be some fatigue for that i shouldn't be the only one for it <laughs> I kind of felt it too, uh, a little bit. <laughs> I love going to the movies, but okay. then when there's kind of like this diminishingness to the movies, you know, you start off with a really high high with oh, yeah. across the Spider Verse, and it slowly starts going down. You know, I don't know. So you kind of start to get tired of the going to the movies, especially when you have crying babies like I did have at uh, Transformers. Was it Transformers? I had a kid dancing in Transformers. <laughs> I don't know. Was, I think there was a crying How baby across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I don't know, man. These these movies. Anyway, but before we continue to talk about The Flash a little bit more, I actually want to plug our socials real quick, Ken. And uh, what's our first one that's kind of, you know, newsworthy? <laughs> well, it's it's a little dormant right now, our TikTok. It, you can follow us at Weekly Real Pod, but um, I do have some videos. I promise on the pipeline um, that I'm ac- that I actually already started editing. So uh, be on the lookout for those. We'll try to keep them as current as possible. Um, but yeah, we usually have movie and TV uh, review videos on there, as well as some bonus content that we have from our podcast. So follow us at Weekly Real Pod. Yes, for sure. That is coming soon. More stuff on TikTok. But we also have Instagram. And what's our Instagram? It's at Weekly Reel. This is where we have clips in the form of Instagram Reels. Uh, so you could actually see uh, both Jeremy and I, but also in this episode, we have Family AJ. <laughs> That's your new name now. You're just called Family AJ. No, Family. Yeah. Family. Dom, Dominic. Family. Yeah. Little, little, little <laughs> I almost said little B. I was like, wait a minute. His name doesn't start with B. <laughs> Why does he have to be the kid? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, he's Why? a full grown adult. <laughs> Why can't Eric be it? I know, right? Seriously. Uh, but um, yeah, we, we generally post uh, short clips um, from our podcast episode. And we also post links, assi- uh, announcements and all that stuff. On our Instagram at Weekly Real. Yes, but today we're going to be talking about the Flash. This is your spoiler warning before I give a little bit of a intro. Um, it's out now in theaters. It is bombing. So if you if you want to go into a, <laughs> a empty movie theater and enjoy the Flash, it's probably a good time. You probably hopefully won't experience any dancing kids or crying babies <laughs> like I did. <laughs> <laughs> but the Flash is now going back in time to save his mom at any means necessary. And he just has to compete with himself. Spoiler well, alert. I'm just yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a very funny scene with Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller that we'll talk about later. <laughs> but uh, let's jump into the double feature <laughs> where... Me and Ken come up with a couple of questions. AJ doesn't know what we're going to ask. I actually don't know what Ken's going to ask and all that stuff. Keep it a little bit unknown. But my question for the double feature 
involves, you know, the Flash in this movie does change the timeline quite a bit in this movie. And James Gunn is going to do the same for the DCU. Uh, so I want to know, if you had to choose one character slash actor to keep from the Snyderverse, who would you pick? So it could... I know we're going to talk about cameos and the like the changes that actually did happen but in talking about like um any of the Snyderverse characters any of the Snyderverse characters okay so off the top of my head you know with James Gunn rebooting the whole DCU it seems like he's going younger because he wants to establish this long-term extended universe for DC. That being said, I feel like the main caveat is you have to be young. <laughs> and even though, like, for me, I, I, I feel like Momo, Jason Momoa is, like, perfect for Aquaman. He's kind of old now. Um, I got to go with uh, Sa- Sasha Cal- Is it Kali? Kaye? Kali. <laughs> I actually don't know. Sasha Kali, who plays Supergirl, aka Lara Zorel, because I, you know, uh, Kara Zorel? Kara Zorel, sorry. Lara is uh, Superman's, Lara, mom. Superman's mom. Damn it. Kara. <laughs> Superman's mom. And uh, Jeremy's cat. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha Kali, Kara Zorel. Oh my goodness. Kara, Kara. Supergirl. Um, well, she fits the demographic, and I thought she was, I don't know, she was pretty badass, I think. She she scared the heck out of me when she first awakened uh, from being in the sun in Siberia, and she started randomly kicking butt. That was Can a great be- transition, by mm-hmm. the way, with uh, Michael Keaton, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing the hand thing. Yep. And I was like, man, and then all hell breaks loose, and then you get those signature DC um, slow motion uh, action sequences. They were good. And then even though she eventually lost every single battle after that, <laughs> she was she was still really she good. Like the, right the first after. time you kind of go through the, the end sequence when she was kicking General Zod's ass, and then she got a little overconfident, like... Uh, Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. At least um, that didn't happen. No, yeah, no, no watermelons involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... I mean, she um, took her eyes off the prize just for a little bit. and but it Looks like she doesn't need the sun after all. Yeah. yeah. But, no, she was. <laughs> she looked really good in, in the Supergirl suit. I was like, dang. I never really pictured um, that look, you know, short haired, like more more brunette, stylish hair. I was like, oh, okay. I I I dug her as Supergirl. Yeah, I was gonna say Supergirl in this movie was a pleasant surprise because I thought it wasn't gonna be good. Um, but it, her look, I think, made sense for the story. Like she, like was held captive in Russia and all that stuff. Yeah. So I thought the look made sense. Obviously, it's not the traditional Supergirl look, but the suit was, the design was really good. I thought I, the cape would look a little weird to me, like the yeah, attachment it, point. Yeah, it came like down here. 
down yeah <laughs> it's a little lower in terms yeah. of where it starts to kind of bend i thought that was a little weird but there's <laughs> bigger things to nitpick in this movie <laughs> um her hands yeah. looked weird when she was still like uh gaunty looking oh yeah it's like et <laughs> yeah i was like whoa her hands look weird and then obviously they started to look normal ish but uh, interesting interesting pick it's like, oh, I was I thought you were gonna go funny and say Alfred or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's his name? Not Michael Ironside. Jeremy Irons? Yeah, Jeremy Irons. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh how about you, AJ? Um actually <clears throat> the first person I really thought of was uh Jason Momoa. I go. just think he's perfect for uh yeah, for Aquaman, for Arthur Curry. I mean the in the movie, the multiverse literally said that he is the only Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Just did he become one from? I don't know. Anyways, but I think he was perfect for it. Um, he's just a he's a great actor in general. I mean, I heard that he was really good in the new Fast movie, even though I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've heard that he's really good. Mm-hmm. That is a good one because I obviously like with his movies, I didn't expect them to work. I think he made them work, <laughs> um, well, in the appearances that he's been in. But hopefully he can save the second one when it eventually comes out. I don't know when that movie's supposed to come out, honestly. <laughs> when they kill uh, What's-Her-Face, like, off-screen. <laughs> yeah. At this point, just recast? I don't know. I guess... <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to make money either, So, but they're going to try to recoup whatever's left, I guess. Is that um, still coming out this year? I would assume so. <laughs> probably in the fall or December. They're probably going to drop in December watch and no one's going to see it. Except I kind for of us. forgot it was coming yeah, out. Except for, <laughs> except for us. And we're probably going to like it. Like, yeah, that was pretty okay. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's not as good as the first one. <laughs> I give it a 60. Yikes. <laughs> oh, Yikes. A borderline <laughs> fresh movie. Yeah, I, so I'm gonna say it's 52 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like we're gonna come back and we're gonna be completely right, guys. Uh, <laughs> clip it, clip this, clip it now. Put it on TikTok. <laughs> put it on TikTok. Yeah, we'll put a before Forward and after. <laughs> yeah, before and after. Shoot. Um, for me, answering my own question, I probably would go with Gal Gadot's uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, I did not expect her to cameo, honestly. She looked good. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like Batman in that scene. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was like, man, uh, Batfleck, you are every guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, freaking <laughs> Ben Affleck, man. Um, but if I had to choose anyone. It would probably be her, because I think she had the best, like, or one of the better solo movies mm-hmm. behind Man of Steel. And her character's always been pretty consistent throughout. And compared to some of the other characters, even Batman is a little on or off sometimes, especially in that Joss Whedon <laughs> uh, Justice League. So I'm rich. I- yeah, I'm rich. I'm pretty sure he said that in the Snyder one, too. He did. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I wish if anyone would get 
another movie, it would be that what version of Wonder Woman, just because since 1984 was not good, and I really liked the first one, I thought, you know, she should get another shot. Mm, that's a good one. I'd be on board with seeing Gal Gadot back in the DCU. Just a better villain, you know? Mm-hmm. Not the apex, <laughs> but writing. get right. Ra- <laughs> get randy orton to play the villain <laughs> oh man actually well, another good one i thought about uh-huh john cena with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you won't man. be able to see him <laughs> it's just a floating uh helmet yeah floating helmet <laughs> floating helmet and it go- it's gonna go perfectly you know he's he's young enough right yeah. I'm just kidding. He's, he's always not. young. He's always young. <laughs> now, Peacemaker will make it. I mean, he, they're, he's boys with James Gunn. I mean, that's a mm-hmm. James Gunn original already. Yeah. He's got him. Yeah. He, that's that's definitely a lock. <laughs> I can't wait. And actually. I can't wait for that, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Got to do the dances. <laughs> Got to do the dance. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for my half of the double feature, guys, let's put it on our casting hats Uh-oh. shall we so um obviously in the flash we did get some good old dc multiverse action and so um we're gonna start with jeremy on this question mm-hmm. if you could recast one main character of that final battle and obviously we have to keep both berries in the scene damn it. um so i'm talking about you know, Michael Keaton as Batman, Sasha Kali as Supergirl, or Michael Shannon as General Zod. Who would you substitute in and who would you substitute out? And then who would play that version of whatever character you decide to substitute in? Okay, so um, let me get this straight. Uh, um, does it have to be a Flash, Batman, Zod, Supergirl? No. Nope. Or- it could be could, any anyone any DC character. Flash has the two berries have to stay in place, but okay. you could sub, substitute either of the two other protagonists. So, uh, Batman, uh, Michael Keaton, Batman, or Sasha Kelly, Supergirl. Uh-huh. So you substitute a good guy or girl. Okay. Um, or you could substitute a completely different villain for uh, uh, in place of General Zod. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this is gonna be. Oh, I was going to be gonna, fun. I was almost going to say uh, Michael Rosenbaum as General Zod. Because <laughs> you know he was General Zod for like an episode. That's um, right. But I'm going to go even funnier. Because <laughs> we kept saying it last week. I'm going to say substitute Batman. <laughs> this is going to make so many, so many people mad. Because I think it's just funny and it's been the running theme. Uh I'm going to say Alan Richson, <laughs> uh, his Aquaman from Smallville instead of Batman, <laughs> just because it's the desert. <laughs> I don't I want to see what he does because there's no water. What is he going to do? And he's like that version of Aquaman was severely underpowered compared to um, Momoa's. So I, I think I think that would be funny. So substitute uh, Michael Keaton out. <laughs> yeah, just because I, you know, I, I, I don't know what Aquaman would do. You know, <laughs> that is pretty good, Adam Richardson. Or 
Alan, <laughs> Alan Richardson. I- I'm thinking yeah. Adam Richmond from <laughs> Mad vs. <versus> Food. <laughs> oh, man. Um, AJ, you want to take this fun question? So uh, you got to substitute either Michael Keaton, Batman, Sasha Kelly as Supergirl. So you got to substitute a good guy for either of those two characters. <sighs> and then, <laughs> and then <laughs> you could substitute any DC villain for Michael Shannon, General Zod. And if you need a li- and if you need a little bit of time, <laughs> no, I would definitely I would switch out Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton, but I will switch it with uh, Christian Bale. Oh, just a little yeah. nostalgia bait. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Oh. Um, but still, middle of the desert. What is the Batman supposed to do in the middle of the desert? <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he <laughs> in has broad his daylight. bat wing, right? Yes, his version. Yeah. But this is a where, supposed to, where is he supposed to point his grappling hook? That's true. Oh, that is true. <laughs> he would literally have to shoot him directly. <laughs> and then for the antagonist, I can look to Yeah, if you okay. want to do an an, uh, an additional one, uh, antagonist, feel free. I was actually kind of hoping, but I would add in um, the reverse flash. I was going to. Yes. Hoping uh, to see it was named Tom Kavanaugh. Tom Kavanaugh's first flash. Just like at least if you're not going to have Grant in this movie, have someone else. And I think he would have been great. Like a mm-hmm. surprise, maybe towards the end. It's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, I wonder if they're saving reverse flash. Well, I don't know what they're saving him for now, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Um, to answer my own question, I mean, if you're going to have, uh, if you're going to have uh, Aquaman <laughs> show up, I kind of want to see in, in Jeremy's scenario them fight uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Yes. <laughs> just for that's, the hell of it. <laughs> I, that's why I said that earlier. I was, surpri- <laughs> I was surprised he didn't say it. I was Dude, trying to tee you up, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I thought of it after. That's why I was like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I got you. I knew that you were thinking of him. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, dude, out of everyone, I thought he would come back. I didn't know George Clooney was going to come back. <laughs> I thought Arnold would show up. I thought Arnold had a better chance. Oh, shoot. Damn. Yeah. Nah, he would be so good. Uh, it, I feel like they could like overpower like some of his tech or whatever, where he mm-hmm. ends up freezing some sort of uh, de- desert or something like that. It's yeah. he's <laughs> come up with these this crazy technology, and it just turns into like I don't know, like a battle net, uh, like an Antarctica looking place. You know what I mean? So it'd yeah. be kind of like that Siberia setting, but really, you know, transformed from the desert. So. Man, yeah, he, he would stab Supergirl with like a icicle, icicle. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just freeze. Maybe she might be Batman. better because it'll be cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. I wish I could have thought of that, but. Um, <laughs> Disappointed, man. Disappointed. That question was for you, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Arnold will show up in the next one because I actually have a question for our audience. Um, would you actually like to see a Flash sequel with Ezra Miller 
I don't know. You could have opened up more possibilities of the multiverse. But um, AJ, would you want to see another Flash sequel with Ezra Miller? I'm not sure if the law is going to allow that. <laughs> <don't know>. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> I should wait another nine years. <laughs> Maybe more. <laughs> Maybe he has to do his job from the, from the from jail. <laughs> he he can play his dad now, right? <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good. I mean, it is the multiverse. <laughs> there you go. Oh shoot! Oh, you have to pay for a new location. I mean, wow, that location looks so realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shoot! But I mean, um, besides all the external issues outside of the movie, um, I did I like Ezra Miller as the Flash, as a little quirky, the comic relief type of guy in the Justice League. So I don't, I don't think I wouldn't mind it. But I was hoping for the other Flash to kind of take over instead. But uh, yeah. How about you, Ken? <laughs> Would you want to see Ezra Miller as the Flash come back? Yeah, I was telling these guys offline when I saw this uh, question in our outline. I was like, uh, "Man, why is the audience question like the the most tough <laughs> question that that is on here?" Because again, when I saw it, I was like, "Dude, I'm hella torn." Uh, just because, I mean, if you haven't seen uh, Ezra Miller's Legal Troubles, definitely Google it. Uh, and we're not sponsored by Google, but uh, uh, please sponsor. Yeah, I was I was really torn when uh, when I was walking out of my first view. I was like, "Wait, did I really like that? I wasn't really supposed to." I felt dirty liking it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> no, but um, okay. Assuming Ezra Miller gets help and he rehabilitates himself, I'll just say yes. Just to be positive. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I'll be negative and say no. <laughs> um, no, I liked Ezra Miller's. This is honestly my favorite Ezra Miller performance as the Flash that he's appeared in. All the other versions of Justice League and stuff. Um, and Batman versus Superman, I guess. But if they were to continue, I think they should just recast. If we're going in the same timeline, just recast. Just get someone that looks like Ezra Miller. I don't think anyone will notice. So, Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> that would be weird. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say, you really look like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> or, who's the guy from the Mac commercials? Oh, Justin Long? Yeah, a little bit. I, th- I can see that. Like a mix of Jimmy Fallon and Justin Long. <laughs> <laughs> From the Mac commercials, that's a freaking deep pull, man. <laughs> the, the PC and Mac commercials. I, know, I was gonna say the guy from Live Free or Die Hard. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Yeah. That, huh? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was a tangent there. But if you guys want to answer uh, that audience question, where can they email us, Ken? Uh, they can email us at weeklyrealpod at gmail dot com. And before we continue, let's take a quick break.
right, welcome back from the break, guys. You know, with most of our episodes, we have for the second half of the podcast episode, the Weekly Real Awards, and this episode's no different. So, Jeremy, we're going to give out uh, an award that we haven't given out in a few seasons, I feel mm-hmm. like. Uh, so, obviously, The Flash has many, many cameos to choose from. So, the first award that we're going to give out, and AJ, will start with you, since you're our valued guest, is the Stanley Award for Best Cameo. Which one's your favorite? This might be a low-hanging fruit, but I think everybody knows where I'm going with this. Uh, my boy, Nick Cage. Yes! <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, you got, hey, you got to say it like Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh, well, I, it was so unexpected. Mm-hmm. And when I'm like, who's this guy with long hair? When he turns around and I see him, I just started laughing hysterically and i think i was the only it was actually as me and my buddy we're just both hysterically laughing everybody's like looking at us i'm like oh why you're not laughing it's the cage <laughs> i know what the heck is wrong with people yeah like, people did not know it's like who is this long-haired superman it's just another superman i guess it's like no that's nicholas cage <laughs> to me it was kind of like ryan reynolds kind of have like having a cameo <laughs> Yeah, that's like Ryan Reynolds having a cameo as Green Lantern, which they could have done too, but you know. They could have. <laughs> but Nicolas Cage's movie never happened, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's so weird. It's like the weirdest inclusion. It's, it's so I good. I loved it. It's so good. Yeah, because it, basically it's like, well, the title of his would-be movie should have been Superman Lives, and that's literally the first thing I said when I saw it. Like, oh! Superman Lives! <laughs> oh, oh and he, so was bad, he was badass. <laughs> I was like, he's yeah, fighting he's... a giant spider. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was easily my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. And Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. gonna... That's the weird indication. Wow, that was. I was like, oh, I'm kind of worried now. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. oh man well jeremy i'm gonna test your memory remember during our one of our favorite episodes of all time the unbearable weight of massive talent <laughs> right i mentioned in that episode when uh okay spoiler alert for the unbearable weight of massive talent when they go into that room with the weird shrine to nicholas cage yeah i was like dude that'd be i i was hoping that we'd see a um nicholas cage life-size statue of him in a superman suit and we actually got it in this movie yeah pretty much man i mean the cgi is a bit rough you know throughout the movie i don't care but yeah it's nicholas cage (laughs) you know um yeah i thought that would never happen i know same not in our lifetime anyway only fan fiction (laughs) Jeremy, which one, which cameo was your favorite? Who are you giving to the Stan Lee Award? To? All right, I'm taking the other low hanging fruit because on the way to the movie theater, me and my brother are gonna go watch it. It's like, man, I wish Arnold is in this, <laughs> but unfortunately, he wasn't because so he won't, he wouldn't be my best cameo. But we're like, dude, what if George Clooney shows up? And we're like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> 
And then at the very end, dude, like when you're least expecting it, <laughs> they save the best cameo, in my opinion, because obviously it's like the worst Batman movie of all time. What? <laughs> Some would say. <laughs> Not many, but you know. Um, it did eventually lead to <laughs> Batman Begins. But I thought it was funny because it's like, when you when you see George Clooney step out of his car, it's like, dude, that's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, that's Bruce but then Wayne. you realize that's George Clooney. <laughs> and you know, it's like, hey no. Freeze, I'm Batman. <laughs> no, that's Bruce Wayne playing George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I like we were just joking, me and my brother saying, like, man. They cast it so good for Batman in the future. I can't wait for George Clooney's solo movie. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, that was that was a, a nice, pleasant surprise. Again, because if we get the, I feel like he'd do anything. I mean, if they did Nicholas Evan Cage for a movie that never actually came out, they actually had they had to do something like that, where mm-hmm. you know they kind of were able to dip into actual footage. Of an actual actor who actually played Bruce Wayne. So it's pretty good. All right. I'm also going to go with low hanging fruit. I'm going to go with Dante Reyes from Fast X. He was so good in this movie. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like thinking about it. When he fell in the puddle, man. I'm just kidding. That's not my real one. But shout out to Jason Momoa. Um, I don't know if this one is. I'll mention this one just because it's low-hanging fruit, but I'll just say it's not really my favorite. My real winner is after this, but if they would have actually used actual archive footage from any of the first four Superman movies Mm -hmm. with Christopher Reeve, that would have been my easy... um, That would have been my easy winner because really he plays my favorite character dc character of all time dr virgil swan from smallville so good so good <laughs> so uh but yeah it was so weird how they cg'd him i i was very conflicted there it was very close up too like it, they were like zooming on on the chest zooming in on the face and next to him his you know helen slater's supergirl, supergirl and right. also cg i'm like you know these characters had movies right unlike nicholas cage and all that stuff it's especially so since weird. it was in this weird chrono bowl area uh, where you know like it was everything kind of looked distorted and i was like okay you know if you're gonna take the word of the director or whatever with the little weird vfx and how it's gotten a lot of <clears throat> to be nice mixed results as far as mixed <laughs> reviews with uh how the vx vfx looks i mean if they were going to go that route anyway, they could have really just used regular archive footage since it was just mainly just showing them. It was just moving. It was like showing GIFs, essentially, for that scene where they were showing all the cameos. Yeah, that w- it was a bit rough. Yeah. Because if you're going to make it like a certain art style, like really, really lean into it, not mm-hmm. this weird uncanny valley art style. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, but my real winner for the Stanley Award for best cameo, is not one that you may have thought of. It's a deep cut, not low-hanging fruit. Nikolai 
Coaster Waldau. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was... He's famous for playing Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones, and he happens to be the guy who was eating pepperoni pizza. <laughs> oh. Did you see Jamie Lannister, AJ? Did you miss it? I missed it, but now I'm thinking about it like, yeah. <laughs> that is my winner. It was so good because um, I really just wanted pizza. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. That is a deep cut because I. I it took me a second to know if it was actually him because he had his like full beard. I think he had a beanie and sunglasses on. Yeah. But then at the very like end credits, it's a spe- special, special thing to Nikolai. Because during the movie, I was the same way. I was like, wait, was that really him? It kind of looked like him. And then, yeah, I didn't notice it until the special thanks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that was an actual cameo. <laughs> ah, so good. Yeah, and we got uh, Boba Fett in there too. Oh, Tomorrow that's Morrison. true. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Very true. <laughs> Wait, uh, what, what was uh, Barry asking him again? It's like, oh. you know, asking where Arthur Curry is. It's like, oh, you know, you're married to the Queen of Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, Hands over was. I was dying. That was <laughs> a good scene. over. Oh, man. Underrated scene. Uh, that was really yeah. good. <laughs> and it's not Nicole Kidman, Definitely who also not. played. Um, Crap, I forgot her name. In Batman oh, Forever. from Batman Chase Forever. Meridian. Chase Meridian. <laughs> <Yeah>. Chase Meridian. <laughs> Man, she could have came back. <laughs> I know, it's like, as... wait, as two characters, what? Yeah, man. Uh, let's get right into the next award, guys. The Ancestral Plane Award for most cinematic scene. Uh, AJ, I feel like we got a we got a lot of variety in terms of the the different ways. Uh, some of the scenes were kind of portrayed. So, I mean, really, it's your choice how you, how you want to interpret the Ancestral Plane Award. Well, there's so many scenes to choose from in this movie. But no, really, the CGI kind of like really threw me off the entire... I mean, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> All 220 or whatever it is. All 220 of the movie. But if I had to pick... Um... Mm, the um, I think I had to pick the opening scene or the opening battle, the highway chase. Okay, I thought that was really fun to watch until I saw the baby go into the microwave. Oh. <laughs> but that could have been real dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I like the whole chase. Uh, ben Affleck's chasing down, and I kind of missed that. And then just like the flash running around, I, I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." And then uh, all of a sudden, Gal Gadot pops out of nowhere. I feel like she jumped from Shazam straight to this. Yeah. <laughs> Just one, like, one wow, she's on the street. I know. Yeah. Literally, literally the same day, <laughs> same two hours. <laughs> like, wow, she's on a, on a cameo streak. Yeah. There was that one scene, um, since you talked about the chase, one of my favorite shots of this episode, uh, sorry, episode, the uh, movie was when Batman and one of the henchmen f- flip over on the, was the bridge, and then it just lingers at the, like a nondescript part of the bridge, and then you got the grappling hook thing um, kind of going. I, I thought that shot was very creative. In um, Now that you mentioned, I kind of forgot about that scene, and I'm kind of remembering that I love that angle. And then, obviously, it turns into the Gal Gadot... Um, what do you call that? Uh, 
Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seemed like is really good. Like the, I want to emphasize the Batman uh scene, I guess. It's like it's kind of weird seeing him during the day. Yeah. He's got a oh, really yeah. good um Batman chasing in Batman v Superman. But in this, you know, he's straight up in the day. CGI also a little rough sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> um Overall, you know, it was pretty like exciting chasing. What'd you think of the uh the blue Batman suit? It's it's not my favorite, but it made sense for the scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a nice little change, but I think the armor still... bits are a little weird. Yeah. But the, the cowl I, I see how they're trying to like make it like the comics where the cowl flows into the cape. I thought that was an interesting decision. I, like, it could work, but the armor bits kind of, I don't know, made it look weird. Okay. The armored Batman suit was still my winner. <laughs> With the glowy eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was good. Uh, Jeremy, uh, what was your uh, ancestral plane award for most cinematic scene? Um, I'm going to go with... Batman in Russia, specifically the Batman, like before they save Supergirl, because when they go down that the the freaking prison shaft and all that stuff, the two berries, and they're like tripping over the trash can or quarantine, the the biohazard bins, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know Batman has to save them. That was honestly my favorite sequence of the entire movie, just because you never really see Michael Keaton's Batman fight like that. I was like, man, this is so good. <laughs> and since, um, you know, the older Barry didn't have his powers, I like how the two Barrys were leaning on this Batman as their, like, you know, as their heavyweight power of the group right now. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. I was like, yes, Michael Keaton. And he looked good, man. Yeah, Michael Keaton. I was like, I was surprised at how good those action sequences were uh, because he was moving pretty quick. I don't, even though, even though, definitely wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> but I no, suspended it belief. <laughs> it's him. It's all. He can still do it. It's the vulture. Yeah. He's, he can definitely <laughs> turn vulture. his head. That's right. Oh man. Well, I'm kind of glad you mentioned that Siberia scene because before that was my my winner for the ancestral plane award for most cinematic scene. They're in the Batwing. And they're about to uh, jump out of the plane, or the Batwing, I should say. And then it's it's kind of that weird thing where they're like outside, they're seated, they're fa- they end up facing each other. So it's the two berries and Michael Keaton just facing each other. And then all of a sudden, uh, young Barry asks, "Oh, where's your parachute?" And then Michael Keaton just like literally smiles and then literally just ejects. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good because all of a sudden he just free falls. And then you get that Danny Elfman's beautiful score from the original Batman. I was like, oh my God, it's just so good. But if you pay attention to that scene in the background, the Batwing is perfectly framed against a full moon. Oh my God. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah, so good. You're right. That, that is was the best really good. shot of the movie. 
I was surprised you guys didn't mention. It. I was gonna. I thought that's where you were going, Jeremy, and I was yeah. like, "That's mine too. That's mine too." <laughs> no, I wanted some Michael Keaton action. That's yeah. what I wanted. I don't know. I got we got him flying. Michael yeah. Keaton was just so good in this movie. He made some questionable decisions later, but you know, we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's very true. All right, let's get into the next uh, award: the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. AJ. I mean, we got two hours and 20-something minutes of this movie. Did you have one favorite scene, at least? (laughs) (laughs) It was Nicholas... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) No, I was going to continue on. It was just Michael Keaton fighting Siberia. That whole Mm. just... The whole sequence was great. I really... I loved every single bit of it. I like the choreography. It's great. And I love how um, Michael Keaton tried to... um, flex on the guy who just they uh, they walked in they just looked at each other and he's like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I forgot about that that was so good <laughs> and I was trying to like, also, scare like, him the, uh, yeah and, but it didn't work I think he did it twice too yeah, <laughs> yeah he did it twice and he didn't flinch once <laughs> oh, it, it reminds me of the the, Philip, the Filipino box <laughs> <laughs> no I also love um when they were trying to go up the elevator and he's like, how much do you weigh? <laughs> 180 like, each. Uh, uh, <laughs> and he does his, he does his quick calculations and I'm like, this is Batman. But I thought it was funny. It's just like in the, in the heap of the action, he's like, how much do you weigh? <laughs> yeah. That's actually a callback actually to Batman 89 with Vicky Vale. Vicky so, Vale. Yes. I'm glad you oh mentioned it. <laughs> so he actually like has to grapple hook her and, basically hang her somewhere just so that she's safe. And that's why he asked her how much she weighs. Uh, yeah. Played by the great Kim Basinger. Or is it Basinger? I forget. <laughs> Jeremy, you want to go next? Oh, okay. Man, you know, I like a lot of the alternate timeline scenes with like Barry and his parents. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with the low-hanging fruit we got to talk about some, you know me, the emotional scene with his mom. Oh, man. I thought I was going. That was my favorite, too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Dude, because, okay, going into the movie, we, I didn't know. Well, I I knew the Flashpoint story already. So, and I knew, like, oh, Barry's going to get his powers back, blah, 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 like, all this stuff. But for some reason, this scene still hit me because I knew eventually he still has to let his mom die. His dad is going to get out of jail. I knew all this stuff. But for some reason, the way that the scene plays out and yeah, people are going to complain like, oh, we just watched a whole movie of him trying to save his mom for nothing to really happen <laughs> in the until like the last 10 minutes where he saves his dad. But it's really not about like that. It's really about like Barry learning to move on. It's his so, canon event. Yeah, that's his <laughs> that's his canon <laughs> event. I forgot what they called it in this movie though. They had their own version of canon. It event. wasn't an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, it was like intersection or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, because the, they the they scene... use the spaghetti uh, metaphor. Oh yeah, oh, which is spaghetti. really good. It's pretty good actually. <laughs> I was like, yeah, take that end game. I couldn't yeah. understand that. I could actually I actually like that explanation better, mm-hmm. even you know, with the uncooked pasta with the whole fulcrum 
uh, explanation. Yeah. And then when the noodles were cooked and you're just like, oh, well, some of them run parallel. Some of them are meant to just over- intersect or whatever. And I was like, wow, I got that metaphor. Michael Keaton, you evil genius. <laughs> yeah, man. Freaking Batman's better at explaining than the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Or the, I forgot what Tilda Swinton's character was. But the high anyway. evolutionary? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, forgot <laughs> I forgot to. Crap, he who this, remains. This, <laughs> she this, who this, remains. Who remains. <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme. Um, <laughs> but the the emotion in his mom's scene, um, it all felt natural for some reason. Like it, and it felt so kind of his mom to be helping like this stranger. Ah oh, man, it just hit me. I was like, damn. That's so good, and I didn't expect uh, this performance from Ezra Miller. So I was like, ah, like the other Ezra Miller, the more the younger one balanced out the other Ezra Miller <laughs> to make it me like him more. So I, by the time we got to that scene, I actually felt emotionally invested. Yeah, shout out to Maribel Verdu. I had to just look it up. Who plays uh, Nora Allen? Uh, she was so good in that scene. Barry um, definitely did his thing. Um, I, that's also my favorite uh, scene. I, I didn't think <laughs> with all the multiverse stuff and all the action and bad CGI, <laughs> I thought this was going to be uh, like, I thought it was going to be, oh, no one's going to pick this scene. Freaking Jeremy. Um, but um, no, I, I don't even blame you. I mean, I want to shout out the uh, the music uh, during this, especially when he goes into the you know flash part, you know where she where he's sneaking over to grab that can of tomatoes, and when the the sad music starts and everything, I was like, no. Oh, and then all of a sudden he comes back, and then she still has her hands ready there to you know for, after that embrace, and then he goes with the love you, mom, love you more, <laughs> loved you first. I was like. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, we've yeah. gone through a lot of heartbreak this season, right, Jeremy? I know, man. I think the worst is like, what? They're killing, they're killing off Michael Keaton? I think that's another <laughs> like, thing I joked on the way to the movie theater. I'm like, watch, they kill Michael Keaton's Batman. <laughs> Dude, that's like, the second uh, death scene was so good. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty brutal. I was like, damn. Where you actually got an actual death Fight. scene with Michael Keaton. Yeah, that was the first one was kind of, I don't like know, a, that was whatever. Weird. <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right, guys. Well, enough heartache. Well, we're just now, I don't know. We're just going to see who can run fastest, right? Mm-hmm. To the multiverse, to the the title. I'm just trying to use Flash like metaphor anyway we're guessing the rotten tomato score uh our current score for season six of the pod i finally took the lead jeremy like jumped out to a lead and i was been playing kind of catch up ever since but you know the guests are not too far behind and they're technically in last place so current score i'm at 19 jeremy at 16 the guess which aj will be playing for Close behind at 15. You can actually take over second place on behalf of the guests today. So, AJ, what's your guess for The Flash for Rotten Tomatoes? 
I had it locked in at 70. And hopefully I get the guest the lead because I know the past few episodes, like, I got it. Let's <laughs> nope. see. Let's see nope. I, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So no locked in on 70. 70. Okay. I got you. Yep. Jeremy? Okay. Uh, 66%. 66 percent yeah damn it dg i don't know if you're right why are we close again all right so for me only because i was kind of hearing that the flash was like the greatest thing since um what toast i don't know what's the metaphor i don't even know (laughs) spaghetti Uh, spaghetti can tomatoes tomatoes. (laughs) i was like what are they saying that this is like a 90 percent movie i was like "Eh, no but there's gonna be haters so I went with 77%, and it ends up me oh. being the highest, I guess. So let me look up The Flash on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, my internet will finally load. And with 318 reviews, last week, both. Jeffrey and myself got it exactly correct. One of us got it exactly correct. Who will it be? With 318 reviews, The Flash got 66%. Jeremy got it exactly correct. Wow. He will get time and try it again. That's why. I know. I think so. That's what happened. You went to the Chrono Bowl, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I talked to Dark Flash and everything. Oh, I see, I see. Dang, I should have done do the that. same thing. Yeah, he was wearing a Mountain View Mustangs jersey. <laughs> it got really weird. <laughs> oh, man. So Jeremy gets the full three points for getting it exactly correct. Um, the guess, not today in terms of getting into second place. Uh, you have to... Be Jeremy uh. today, but you did get you did pick up a single point. You got second closest, and I got nothing for the week. So after the flash, our updated score, damn, me and Jeremy tied again at nineteen. And the guess still, I mean, you guys are on a streak in terms of getting points. You got to extend that streak. You're at sixteen yeah. now, so it's still um, pretty close. You you can actually mm-hmm. tie for first place. Wow. That's insane. We're getting That's close. Yeah, we're getting close. All right, guys. Um, let's hand out our final award of the episode, the I Love You 3000 Award, where we rate The Flash on a rating between 1 to 3,000. Uh, AJ, start us off. I'm keeping it consistent. Still 70, so I did a little... What's your... Well, how much you weigh? No, a little uh, 2,100. <laughs> Wait, uh, say that again. Sorry. 2,100. 2,100, about 70%. Okay. That's math I know. I'm glad that you went went that route. Um, Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man. For me, I'm probably around AJ then. Uh, I got 2,160 out of 3,072%. I think I liked it more than Black Adam. But you, you think. know, Black Adam. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Black Adam, you know. But then you know, Amon's there. <laughs> you know what the Flash should have done in this movie is wipe Amon out of all timelines. 
<laughs> and this would have been a 3000 movie. <laughs> they should have had Amon be the main villain. <laughs> oh, I should have said that. <laughs> oh, shoot. I guess I'm the one who liked it the most. Um, I think it was because of that last scene. I think it they got me at the end uh, with the emotions. Uh, I'm giving it a 2340, which is about 78%. Um, I tried to not base it too much on the VFX. The VFX were god-awful. <laughs> Holy crap. That was probably the worst that I've seen in a while. Uh, I need to see it I, again. He used most of the budget on his, on his PR. <laughs> freaking AJ's going hard on on freaking episode on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> that is true though. Kind of well deserved though. He's he's not lying. It's but the least of Ezra Miller's problems. AJ yeah. going at him with some That's facts. <laughs> that was good though. Oh man, but yeah, twenty three forty for me. So wow. Okay, all of, all of us in the seventies. Sounds about right. Uh, Jeremy, though, I mean, we're kind of winding down a little bit of the, uh, season six of this podcast season. Wait, season six of this podcast season? I don't know what I said. Anyway, Jeremy, what <laughs> what are we viewing next week for episode 106? Yeah, next week we're kind of getting a blast from the past because two high school students find a frozen caveman and thaw him out and introduce him to modern life while he gets them to actually enjoy life in Encino Man 1992. So that's it's an old movie, guys. <laughs> it Next is. week. It's actually one of my favorite childhood movies. I mean, I know we're not doing the childhood uh, movie, like little mini series that we did last season, but I was really just trying to figure out a movie that's one. Uh, uh, a comedy <laughs> and two something that maybe jeremy would have would like <laughs> so um yeah. i i just kind of wanted to uh pick a kind of stupid comedy especially since we've watched a lot of heavy hitters a lot to you know dissect i feel like this is going to be a quick movie i think um, heavy blockbusters recently yeah, so yeah. we're gonna take something a little smaller i'm guessing i yeah. haven't seen the movie yeah. before so i'm probably gonna you know Rent it somewhere, maybe uh, Redbox or uh, Voodoo or whatever, you know. And whoever hasn't seen it, too, can also rent it wherever they like to rent their movies. Yes, and we're uh, lock, trying to lock up a guest as well, someone that you're familiar with. So uh, stay tuned to figure out who this guest might potentially be. So definitely check us out for Encino Man for episode 100 in six next week so uh before we close out this episode guys uh let's do some plugs aj uh do you got anything to plug uh it's been a while it's been more than half a year since we've actually seen you on the pod uh what are you up to these days same old same old just i mean just working on my certified uh my flight instructor license still flying um <laughs> just did all <laughs> not much really okay well uh do you have any socials that you want to like at least plug if they want to see what's up to to you you can find me in the gram just ajg17 that's it all right cool 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 how about yeah. you jeremy yeah nothing going on with me same old not not being on instagram but you can actually still message me there <laughs> jp underscore flicks 
Yeah, it's uh, what do you call that? What do you call that thing in school? <laughs> Dead week. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, Still he's in the middle homework. of that right now. <laughs> I don't miss that at all. I almost forgot what it was called because I tried to block that part <laughs> of my life. <laughs> oh man, I don't know how you do it, man. But hey, he's busy. He makes time for the podcast and when he really should be studying. I don't know why you're doing this podcast <laughs> with me, to be honest. I'm just kidding. Uh, for me, you can follow me at FreeKenA. I'm not, I haven't really been as active in terms of posting stuff, but I do uh, look at memes a lot. And so if you want to DM me and just talk about movies, I will respond. Um, so, yeah, check us out on the gram. I'll put all the uh, spelling in the episode notes. All right, guys, let's wrap up this episode. Any final thoughts uh, on this movie? Anything that we may have missed? Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. (laughs) 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 I got you, bro. (laughs) And it was more of like a question. He's like, let's go party. He's like, let's go party. That was so random. It's like they yeah, knew that, Barbie was coming out. Yeah, was that like, was that definitely a WB <laughs> thing for sure. They're really trying to get open eye out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even it's weird too because they're trying to uh, suck up to Christopher Nolan again, try to get him under that WB banner. Yeah, so weird. Uh, but yeah, any, anything else? <laughs> um, I mean, I've obviously we missed a bunch of other cameos, but. People know what to look at. Uh, I had a nitpick, though. It's like Michael Keaton's intro. I felt like it could it should have been more epic than like old man Bruce with a beard and long hair flipping over tables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more epic than that for his grand return in like freaking how many years has it been? Like 40 years? 30 years? Yes. Yeah, no, it was 92 since his last appearance right yeah so it's been like 31 years and i was like this is his first scene i don't know (laughs) yeah no i mean i kind of go want to go back uh to see if i could catch any of the michael keaton ones just because it has been a really long time i remember i tried to give 1989 batman a a watch but i started it really late so i maybe got in maybe 20 20 minutes in when it was still on Hulu and I haven't finished it. So I only got to the part where it's like, who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> also, that's why <laughs> during that scene, obviously we've seen it so many times on the, uh, on the trailer. I was like, I still marked out when he said that. So this good. movie actually made me put on Batman and Robin. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no was crazy. Way. I was like, I wonder what it was like again, because <laughs> I've been a long time, man. And I got up to, you know, Mr. Freeze escaping in the beginning. Hey, Freeze, I'm Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll probably continue later just for fun, because mm. it's Arnold and George Clooney. But mm. I don't know. <laughs> I think I, I, maybe I saw enough to, yeah. to know. <laughs> fun fact, 20. I saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Wow. Also, I like the. Uh, I actually like the title card when he was just posing, oh. about mm-hmm. to go, comes yeah. in, <laughs> and then was it one of his fans comes out of nowhere? 
Oh yeah. yeah. And then he they he was like, Hey, are you actively eating that uh candy bar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a weird way to to phrase that, you know what I mean? And they threw it at his head while he's like on the phone with Alfred. Yeah, that was good. Um <laughs> they made a weird back in. Oh yeah, was it the pea what was that? Peanut, peanut butter, butter, raisin, honey raisin, honey, and cheese? Cheese, yeah. <laughs> You f- you guys figure out the a- acronym? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the um with him, uh, when they were breaking into the uh, the building when he was trying to run around. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. his freaking noodle arms. <laughs> the worst running form I've ever seen. It's very inefficient. Just, just to see in real time. Uh. Dude. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite lines, just because of how meta it felt, was when Barry was screaming at younger Barry in the Batcave. He's like, I need to shut up for once and be serious. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I actually thought that that, um, you know, when old Barry eventually apologizes to, um, to young Barry, mm-hmm. I thought that... W- actually worked for me weirdly i thought that was actually an underrated scene if we would have gave out the instant award um i probably would have gave it to that i surprisingly didn't think that uh uh uh, one of those scenes would be effective but it actually worked for me i don't know ezra miller again very conflicting feelings during this movie (laughs) dang it yeah because all his scenes like with himself and then even like with um like the roommates I actually thought we're pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like, is there a Batman in this universe? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> so they're all copying Michael Keaton. Dude, that whole, oh, I love that exchange where they're talking about like uh, actors in different movies. It's like, you mean Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future? <laughs> no. And then, no, you mean Michael J. Fox in Footloose? <laughs> And then you mean Bullish. Kevin Bacon and Top Gun with those gay, pi- those gay pilots or something? <laughs> Damn. I totally forgot it. I was dying, dude. <laughs> I want to see that version <laughs> with Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is Maverick. Maverick. Maybe, maybe if to- it would be Top Gun, the multiverse. <laughs> I, would that still get a three thousand from AJ? I don't know. Maybe yeah, the opposite. <laughs> Maybe it'll be a three thousand and one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a thirty thousand. Holy crap! Oh my god, that was so good. Um, okay, I have to ask it because we like to rank stuff here on the Weekly Real podcast. Out of all the DCEU actors, sort of movies. Where do you think the Flash uh, ranks? Do you want to go first, AJ? Wow, throw him under the bus. Or or do you want... You know what? what? Just because I sprung it on you guys last minute, I will go first. All right? It'll give you a little bit of time to figure this out. Because, Jeremy, uh, again, testing your memory, the last time we were talking about ranking stuff on the DCEU was the Zack Snyder... Justice League episode because we didn't oh, bother shoot. to do that with Blake <laughs> with Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, we didn't need to. Uh, but for me, this is funny. So again, I'm trying to buy you guys some time. 
back in 2021, I think, was when we had uh, the Zack Snyder cut. Um, I had at number five, Shazam. Number four, Batman v Superman, the Ultimate Edition. Number three, Man of Steel. Number two, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And number one, Wonder Woman. Damn, that has changed. That has changed. Okay. I still have Wonder Woman at number one, surprisingly, huh. because of how Damn. bad 1984 was. Because <laughs> I was like, dude, I th- I think I I just like Wonder Woman a lot for obvious reasons. <clears throat> it's a good movie. <laughs> it was very good. Um, <laughs> I I really did like their uh her chemistry with uh one of the Chris's Pine. <laughs> yeah, Spider Chris Pine. Number two now, though, is Man of Steel. I feel Man of Steel has just aged really well for me. Number three. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I have the flash here. Number four, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Number five, BVS Ultimate Edition. There's still some problematic stuff with both Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's too long. And then <laughs> Ultimate Edition, it had to be too long to actually make sense because BVS yeah. theatrical sucks. <laughs> Sorry. It's just really bad. It's weird, right? Why'd yeah. you say her name? But all the connective tissue made it watchable, but again, it made it too long. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay. Um, my number one, I'm going to go, well, Man of Steel. No, it's going to be, yeah, Man of Steel. <laughs> number one, Man of Steel. Number two, Wonder Woman. Number three, ah, oh, crap. I was flip-flopping between BVS and Zack Snyder Justice League just because I haven't watched Justice League as many times as BVS. Mm. But I'm going to go Zack Snyder's Justice League because I felt like the characterizations Okay. We're better in there than BVS, than The Flash. But BVS Ultimate, right? B- yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Dude, they add more Superman in it. It's like, yeah. dude, they took out all that Superman stuff? Damn. Yes, we want to make that distinction. <laughs> yeah, Ultimate. And like, and, and you, because you don't want to say Justice League in 2017, Joss Whedon 2017. <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one. And then Justice League, <laughs> Zack Snyder is number two. <laughs> Oh All right, God. I think we've stalled enough, AJ. Yeah. Uh, I'll put number one, uh, the Green Lantern. Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Sweet. Number two. Uh, no, I would put... Black Amon. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Black <laughs> Amon. Uh, no, I'll put number one, uh, Wonder Woman. Oh! Nice. You were talking about it being a hot take, uh-huh. Suicide Squad? Yeah. Regular Suicide Squad? Oh, I forgot about the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. And then Damn. probably my number two. Uh, it's. I'm sorry. DC is just... <laughs> no, it's all good. Try your best. <laughs> this is very difficult. Uh, number two for me would probably be, be uh, Man of Steel. Yep, and that sounds about right. Three... Um, Joss Whedon, no. <laughs> Zack Snyder's <laughs> just like okay. Yeah, the only problem was just too long, but I, I liked it, uh, especially Ezra Miller's scene with uh, towards the end. That was mm-hmm. mind blowing. That was good. If only did the same thing with this movie. Yeah, that was but, uh, my favorite part of that movie too. 
And then, um, yeah, and then the Flash. I mean, with the Flash, I was kind of hoping you just wipe the entire DCEU. Well, kind of did. <laughs> yeah, they brought back George Clooney. Did. Yeah, <laughs> it reset it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, people were saying it's like, oh, this is he basically um, put himself in purgatory because now he's in uh, George Clooney's universe. That's that's <laughs> true. I wonder if uh, wait, who plays Robin again? Uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell. I wonder if he's somewhere walking around somewhere. Yeah, no, huh? No Robins. Yeah, yeah. Wait, was was uh, Flash number four for you? Yeah. Okay. Just to round out the top five, what do you have next? Ultimate Edition? <laughs> the Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad? I guess The Suicide Squad would be six for me. I forgot about that movie. Mm. Peacemaker. <laughs> Peace. I mean, it, can we count that? <laughs> yeah, might as well at this point. Uh, at this, point uh, um, this is tough. This is tougher than I thought. Um, I mean, I, I would put probably the Suicide Squad because I was like, I, I can, I can bear to watch it. You really didn't like BVS, huh? <laughs> I, it was pretty bad. Like the it original. had its moments for me. Um, and then I'll probably put uh This might be a hot take, but number five, maybe uh. Shazam. No, not a hot take. <laughs> I, I originally had it in my top five. <laughs> I still haven't seen the second one. I gotta watch it. Mm, you, you can wait. <laughs> you're you're not it. missing much. Yeah, yeah. But it's on uh, Max. Mm-hmm. Sponsor. You mean HBO? <laughs> <laughs> we wish. We wish. <laughs> oh man. I was about to say HBO, but I was like, it's back down. I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to secure the sponsorship by saying the name correctly. You mean HBO? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, for the most part, I feel like our top five has most of the same movies. I think uh, The Suicide Squad, I think, is actually better than The Ultimate Edition. But I feel like just because, you know, you get heavy hitters like Batman, Superman, and Diana in this like oof. and then the connective tissue then yeah man i might do a dc rewatch yeah maybe just wonder woman and man of steel <laughs> just, just wonder woman, yeah. just wonder woman. <laughs> and then if i and then if i need a if i'm having trouble sleeping i'll just throw on one of those really long movies like justice league or ultimate edition <laughs> or 1984 Oh no, I'd 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 be too stimulated with all the uh, great acting <laughs> from yeah, the Apex Predator. Predator. <laughs> too many colors, man. Too many colors. I know, for real. Just kidding. Um was there anything else? I think that was it, right? I think you got so. everything? Okay. Well I think that's that's all Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go party. <laughs> oh man. Well, AJ, always fun to have you on the pod i mean you and your hot takes um your burns i guess uh of Ezra miller that was good <laughs> i think fun fact um 
some one of my uh, coworkers told me that he they they thought they saw him at my job. Really, Ezra Miller? Yeah, it was like, and it was also in the middle of uh, all the all the drama too. And I'm like, what is he doing here? Huh. Yeah, but I wasn't working at the time. It was very strange when they showed his first public appearance for the premiere. It yeah, just I'm felt like, wrong. <laughs> I don't yeah, I'm like, you don't, you're not fearing for your life right now. I don't know. Yeah, so so weird. Anyway, AJ, thank you again for joining the pod. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. It's always it's always fun being on the pod, of course. Yeah, we're not uh, closing the door. We'll talk offline uh, in terms of trying to get you uh, another, uh, get you to come back uh, to another episode. Hopefully soon. We'll see. We'll figure it all out. Yeah, Top Gun with with uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with all the gay pilots. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know why they went that route, but oh my god, so good. They were really throwing punches at Tom Cruise. They're really hating on him. Yeah, I know for real though. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Jeremy, I mean, we, uh, got another episode next week, right? Yes. Encino Man. Man. I'm pretty pumped that you're going to be able to see that, that. Check that out next week. Rent it so you can listen to the podcast, episode 106. Uh, it's currently available to rent on Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Voodoo, Redbox, all of them. Uh, and then also, don't forget about last week's episode with me and Jeremy talking about uh, some of our favorite Transformers. Uh, we talk about Transformers Rise of the Beasts, uh, and that's available to stream now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And so on behalf of on behalf of AJ, since he's family, uh, Jeremy is also family, and I am your family. We are the Weekly Real Podcast, and we'll see you next week on The Real. <laughs> <laughs>